When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the family with Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. Dave is uh, is out today. He might be out next week too. I don't know. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. But in any case, mover and a shaker. Mover and a shaker. Exactly. We'll be right back. Alan R. Warren, our special guest, coming up right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like Suburban Manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy. And that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You didn't take this whole thing. Yeah, that's wrong with that. I didn't want this part of it. Oh. 
don't know if I can isolate it. Damn it. That's why I had it isolated. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, we are back. Let me know when uh, when you're ready to go. Uh, he is on. Oh, he's ready to end. Alan R. Warren, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, the book... You can pick it up on Amazon, of course. Doomsday Cults, The Devil's Hostages. I'm in radio. I'm one of Devil's Hostages. Been been one for 51 years, Alan. You want to be in radio? You feel like the devil's hostage. I'm here to tell you. What do you think? Uh, Al, you have yourself muted. I can't unmute you because apparently you uh, muted yourself. Anyway, I'll read about the book. You should be able to hear us. Yeah, Alan, unmute yourself. That'd be good. Jim Jones convinced his 1,000 followers they would all have to commit suicide since he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Shoko Ashahara uh, convinced his followers to release a weapon of mass destruction, the deadly siren gas on a Tokyo subway. The Order of the Solar Temple uh, lured the rich and famous, including Princess Grace of Monaco, and convinced them to die a fiery death now on <laughs> Earth to be reborn on a better planet. Mm-hmm. And that better planet was called Sirius. So was, was the angel of death on Sirius, was that Howard Stern, or who was that? Yeah. Huh? What do you think of that action? All right, Al, I think we can hear you now. Alan, yeah. how are you? There you are. Yes, there, there you, you are. are. Alan R. Warren. So it's kind of interesting. I'm really glad you're on today, Alan, because lately we've been talking quite a bit about, um, well, I have. I don't know if everybody else has. But in any case, you know, we went through a situation where there is no God. It started back in the 60s when I was a teenager. There is no God, and we lost God, and we lost religion. And so a lot of people move to things like the paranormal because they want to believe that they at least have a chance of moving on to something else after this. Is that what this is all about, Alan? Is this about maybe living longer than your earthly years? Is that why people join cults? I think so. I think they yeah, feel left yep. out for, for some reason. Um, they, they they don't feel part of a religion, especially the major religions, and so this is their alternative. So, I mean, that's what this. Don't you think that's what the, all of this stuff is about? As I said, the the um, and I have nothing against it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if there's a god or not. I don't know, you know, any of that. Those things. I I would hope so. I'm sitting next to my wife, and our son and daughter are sitting in the, uh, the main studio. And I, I don't want to think that, you know, 25, 30 years from now, I'll never see them again. I don't want to think about that. So I could see how people could get lured into, in a very positive way, a religion or I guess maybe the good part of paranormal. But why do they want to go with a doomsday cult, the devil's hostages? I mean, why do they want to do that, Alan? Well, most of these, most of the doomsday cults themselves um, don't start out that way. Or they don't sell themselves that way, you know. They sell themselves oh, sure. as a as a peace and love. Like you look at Jim Jones, and you look at um, Heaven's Gate, Branch Davidians. All of those ones were all about come on in, and you know we love you, even though uh, a lot of other people don't. Right. Love you. And that's kind of that's kind of the you, you see. You're strong. You've got a a stronger. Um, I don't want to say mind, but you, you're more comfortable with the fact that, okay, you know, I don't know if there's a God. Maybe there is. I, I right. certainly don't want to face that because I'm going to lose when I die. I'm not seeing the people I want to see. And right. so, but, you, but you're stronger with the realism. There's a lot of people that don't have that kind of strength. Well, and so, they're, they're, you know. And uh, the other thing is that he mentioned his family being the reason he wants to see the afterlife. And a lot of these cults specifically target people 
who are either estranged from their family or don't have a family mm. because then okay. they can replace those people's family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Manson is the perfect um, specimen for that sort of thing. And that's why I included him because a lot of people, that's caused a lot of problems, people complaining to me. But the thing is, uh, Manson was the perfect one. You know, he had the charisma at the time. He was able to pick up people that were away from their family. They felt very isolated. They felt unloved. They felt possibly that they weren't pretty or whatever their thing was. And it was, it was hard on them. He told, and he was able to focus, look eye to eye and tell them how beautiful they were and how much he loved them and, and, and brought them in. It's that sort of uh, a lead in that brings them into this because they feel very strong to the person that, that, that runs it. Yeah, I mean, that said, isn't it kind of sad we as human beings, I, you know, and don't get me wrong, Alan, I'm very grateful that I was born into my family. I loved my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and, you know, my father was a different situation, but, uh, you know, that's he really couldn't help himself. But, so I am very grateful for the life I have. It's that what's, and I don't care for me, uh, and you're right about that, Alan, I do not care. If I perish, I'm not going to know I'm dead anyway, so what's the difference? Unless there is a God, or the paranormal, or an afterlife, or I really don't want anything to do with a doomsday cult, but <laughs> that's a different situation, you know? Yeah. I, I hope there is, but I'm very grateful what I, for, with what I already have, you know? So is gratitude yeah. part of it, being more grateful for the life you do have? I think it's part of it. I... I, I, I... You know, psychologically, there's a few reports in the book, but I think that um, that's kind of what they say. It's kind of the um, acceptance of what you have and, and really liking or loving what you have and realizing it. You know, uh, it, it, some people don't. Some people accept a certain amount. They start with a certain right. amount and they want more. You know, and, and some people are, are focused on things that are not about um, death or what happens afterwards. You can see that with you know, the current uh, situation with politics, you can see that there's people out there that are not looking about afterlife. They're looking about what they can get today in this life. And they're so focused on that, that they, they're not thinking about anything else. Ellen, how could a person like Princess Grace of Monaco want to get involved with this? That makes no sense to me. Isolation. Isolation, you know, oh, in her time, sure. she was totally isolated. It's just like, you know, if you think about this, you take any of these stars, like them or not, you could take someone that's, you know, Lady Gaga now or someone like Madonna or somebody that mm -hmm. was big in their, in their time. 24-7, you've got people circling, <laughs> you know, trying to get the picture of you, following you everywhere you go, talking about every time you do something wrong. That kind of pressure, if you don't have a good structure like you say you have your family you have you you have a structure around you so that if mm -hmm. something is going on you have people to kind of give you comfort so to speak or to talk to if you don't have that um what do you do and you can't trust anybody once you're already there if oh, you become God. an idol so where do you go you go to a religion it, it seems to be the the more reliable answer in your mind, I think, at the time, it seems like they're more trusting, especially back then, you know, 60s and 70s. That was a totally different time. No question. I mean, we're going through a tough situation right now with COVID and all the rest of it. And I, I just, uh, I do a, a morning talk show in town as well. And, you know, there's been, 
you, you have to work harder because people aren't getting out of the house and you got to go out and get, uh, you know, some, some listeners and you got to get some advertisers and all the rest of it. And it's so funny because uh, I got a really nice call from, from uh, a corporate office. And so I said on the air, this is really unusual. Somebody from corporate called and was very, very yeah. kind. Usually when you hear from corporate, all they like to do is bitch, which yeah. is true. That's what all corporations do now. They call, we need more, sure. more, more, more. Yeah. Uh, and no. somebody got very upset with me about that. It's like, well, it's true. All you do is complain. We need more. We need more, 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 more. You need to call people and go, you know what? Jim, you're doing a good job. Alan, you're doing a good job. Seriously, once in a while it would be nice. It just doesn't happen that much anymore. No, no, I haven't seen it happen in radio. I can't tell you how many years. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> in radio, yes. <laughs> right, right. I mean, because anytime I've been, even now, uh, I'll never hear from anybody in the office unless there's an issue. Right. And, and That's it, exactly it is about money. It's always about money. Which I hate to say, yes. but that's usually what because yes. that's the ratings and it's about you know you know the game, and your advertisers and stuff like that. So it's a tough it's a tough thing because they look at it as business, and when you're in radio, you're looking at it as a little bit of art. You have a little bit of a you know you have an outcome. Like I think that for me, I want to see I want people to laugh when I'm talking. I have serious right. subjects too, but I I kind of we make fun and we kind of have some fun with it because I want people to go through it and, and have a smile or two anyway, because it's tough, but that's not always the, that's not what they care about. Corporate wants you to perform. Right. You know, and even if you do perform, that's not good enough either. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. Hey, look, I'm grateful. I have a wonderful job and I, it's been great. Uh, I've been on the same radio station for starting my 37th year and, all the rest of it, but it's changed a lot, and and I can't blame it on the individuals themselves. It's the system that's broken. Yeah, yeah. System wasn't set up properly. No, um, right. Yeah, absolutely would, right. You know, that's it, it. Started at the beginning. It would never was great. You know, it was terrible pay, and it was terrible treatment in general, and uh, it was it was very political in a sense. Not so much, you know, government politics, but very political within the radio system and. Yeah. Um, who who likes you and who doesn't and who you meet and who you get along with. There was a lot of stuff that it's like any other sort of business. The only problem is you're doing it live so people can listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, honest to God. I, I just I should mention, by the way, Alan R. Warren is the producer of one of the uh, and one of the hosts of the popular radio shows House of Mystery and Inside Writing, both heard on 106.5 FM in Los Angeles and Riverside, Palm Springs, Salt Lake City. Big shot, Seattle, Tacoma. I didn't know you were such a big shot radio guy, Alan. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having my moment, but it's gonna go. It's gonna go fast. You know how it is. I mean, come on. They're gonna step all over you. Is that it? Yeah, you get a moment, and then you know, I, I'm, I'm getting my hate mail now. I'm getting people calling me oh, yeah. daily, oh, yeah. and it's kind of okay. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm better with it. I'm glad in a sense that I'm older. I mean, I'll be sick. Yeah, me this too. Year. I'm, I'm glad this because I can handle all this a lot better. It doesn't seem to upset me like things used to, you know. No um, question about that. You know, so it's it's a lot easier. I can sit back and kind of go, okay, well, kind of laugh for the most part. Once in a while, it it'll bother me. Someone will call me something, you know, like sure. And it's usually something that's not even close to true. And I and then I realize, right. well, could you imagine being someone like real popular? Like, like really, like a big star. I could never like, do it. 
it, it'd be it'd be hard because it, yeah. they say whatever they want and and nowadays right. with the internet there's so many people trying to be um the news person you know right <laughs> you know they they come on tiktok breaking news you know uh, al warren was caught in a threesome or something you know they, they can just say whatever they can <laughs> do they can, yeah i know and, and it's like well geez you know if you I, I, let me know i i missed it but the thing is that's that's kind of how they get their the followers and it's kind of it's really sad because the more right. negative we get you know and, the, and when we talk about like cults like even the book there's a really strong tie with every one of these cults with conspiracy oh absolutely know? that was Huge. my next question it's all about conspiracy isn't it 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 all is because you know uh, and you can really see it because every one of these people doesn't matter if it's david koresh doesn't matter who it is even after they die the followers are still following what they were told. You know, it, it crashed. There's still Branch Davidians waiting for him God. to come back. Oh, they're, they're waiting. It's crazy. I, 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 I did. I can't believe this. I, I went on uh, Coast to Coast to talk about this book. Oh, great. Bad mistake. Not, not to not. Really? Oh, it's a terrible show. I mean, no, I mean, and I, and I mean that in the most loving way. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, it sells a lot of books. But, you know, if people that. calling in were like, I love, you know, David Crush. He's the only one that taught us the real word, and I'm still oh, waiting God. for him to return. Oh. You're getting all these calls, and it's like, I want to say, you know, there's nothing I can do to help you. You need to go see a psychiatrist. You need to someone to help you. He's dead. He's not God. He's not coming back. He's not going to, you know, return to the earth and finish things off and right you know i mean i like i loved art bell it, it, he was fun the whole system now it's very political you know got alex Jones it is and, yep. and george nori and, and it's all about you know hillary's eating pizzas with babies on it and stuff and, <laughs> and, and you know it's gone too far that's to me, no it's you're like, right come on. you know i don't want you know love to them you know it's freedom no Do you're absolutely you right about that i'm all uh, you for know it. We have quite we have conversations about that because, like I said, I, I I have no interest in doing that. I get on and and if people do they call and go. What'd you say that for? I said I've been saying that for fifty one years on the radio now. It's been a long time, and I've, it's what I've been talking about. Why has it changed so much? I also don't understand, Alan. And I want to get back because that that's this whole thing with admiring Jim Jones is because you weren't loved enough in your own head or truthfully, you were not loved enough. And this guy pretends to really love you or at least really like you. And boy, they go if they can find one person that really shows affection toward them at any level, they're going to cling to that person like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And he was doing it. He was doing it even more than than the rest. He was having sex with both men and women. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, he had he had intimate relationship with, with both sexes, and uh, it was completely about showing them that he they were they were selected by him. You know, the chosen one. Yeah, uh, is 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 wants to, you know, do it, <laughs> and and it's kind of it's kind of. You know, but it's it's sad in a way. But Jim Jones, right. you know, he was also like even the uh, Solar Temple and and some of the others. They actually start out and they're doing um, things to help really poor people. You know, uh, people that are in 
in bad situations they're they're broke they're, they're you know there's he was out there feeding people he was doing so much good and that's a really good front you know it's kind of oh, like yeah. following oh, yeah. the uh it's following the big abrahamic religions it's following christianity or catholics and anything like that there's this this front of you know we're we're going to help feed the poor and we're going to do all these things and there is a certain amount that going on but it, it doesn't really explain the person so jim jones I, could you imagine it's one thing i put in the introduction was could you imagine if someone like charles manson came up today was walking around he's a hippie wearing a robe and doing heroin and telling people that he's man he's jesus son he's man's son like he's 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 god most people are going to roll their eyes yeah i hope well yeah i guess i shouldn't say that i I, that my thought was probably back in the (laughs) 90s if that happened (laughs) because today i don't know there's probably you probably have a facebook group and you know have a television show you know he'd be he'd he'd follow the kardashians on one of those (laughs) you know i don't know the amazing thing about that to me, a guy like Charles Manson or Jim Jones or whatever, I always have to ask the question, what happened to you as a little kid for you to have to go this far to, to try to look like Jesus, to talk about I'm the son of God, I'm the son of man, I'm the son of Jesus, Jim Jones, I'm having sex with you because you're special and I'm having sex with you because you're What happened to these people as children that, that made them go the route they took? Something happened, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, a lot of them had terrible, uh, you know, really yep. weird, weird upbringings. You know, uh, Koresh was sleeping with the, uh, um, what was she? She was the one that run the order before he came along. And, and mm. she was she was like a grandma age to him. And he was trying to have a baby with her when he was like 14 or something. Oh. Um, they, they had a, you know, their young upbringing was not very good and even jim jones you know he had a lot of bad things happen to him and he would he would be um even at a young teenage he would be out in the woods um killing small animals and then having having a ceremony for them he would be having their funeral he'd be speaking at their death for these like he'd kill a he'd kill a cat or something and do this this was this was like really really odd behavior at a young age and it's usually something to do with something that happened to them i you know and yeah, and oh, yeah. Bo- both of them you hear little stories how much is true we don't know but um there were there was you know sexual abuse in in both cases both those cases so yeah yeah is that know. always part of it or or in general is it, it, it the greater percentage as sexual abuse happened, it sure seems like it. It seems like almost every case I've gone yep. through. Yep. Um, and and the thing is, it, people will say, well, yeah, but it happens all the time. There, it's not just these people, and it's not. It, it, just like when you look at Dahmer and, and some of the things, you look at some of these killers, too, that had something bad happen to them at a young age. And you kind of go, well, how come they do it? And I think that's the magic question. Why is it some people don't handle it or get over it so to speak like i i had a bad father sort of like sounds like you not not sexual abuse but he was a no, bad drink right. dr- bad drinker and really mm-hmm. you know john wayne and very very mean and the thing is 
I got over it. I became, um, I guess, successful in a sense. I've, I've kind of gone on with my life and, and achieved something. I haven't gone out yeah. and killed people or started a religion. But some people <laughs> can't. They don't have the skills. They don't have the mental skills to deal with it. And I think that's where things go crazy. And I don't, I, you know, I'm not supposed to use that word, I guess. But things, things go uh, off center. So that needs to be figured out. Um, but then again, like with all these cases, it's not like you get to psychologically analyze these people because they're dead. It's pretty easy, though, because I was just thinking about it. In my life, um, you know, because I have a deep voice, I guess, and I have a, I'm a bigger guy, so i got a presence, and plus i got a big personality, I suppose, because I learned that from being on the radio all these years. But I, I meet new people, and as I get to know them, they change a little bit. And invariably, if they, if they take a bit of a dislike, to me or they're they have a little fear of me whatever at some point they will say to me almost every time alan you know tom you remind me of my dad (laughs) it's it's really really prevalent people people project that daddy was mean to me on on other people just to kind of keep it alive in their head i guess i don't know why well some people will try to resolve their situation with someone like you I suppose that is true. So I gotta you know, break, if, you, if they can get close to you, but it's hard being you know you're being a star, so it's hard to. Ooh, and anyone that's a celebrity <laughs> such as yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. well, you know, and that's it. You know, you've got your entourage, <laughs> and and they can't get close. But and uh, no, it's 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 yeah. Who knows? It's, um, it's I, called I, transference, I, I, and it's a very well recognized yeah, psychological phenomenon. It yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we. So, Alan, we can take a couple-minute break. You can stay with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. We'll be back in just a couple minutes with Alan R. Warren, ladies and gentlemen. You can go on Amazon to get the book Doomsday Cults, The Devil's Hostages. We'll be right back more with Alan right after this. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Tom here to tell you that MyPillow is the best and getting better. MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell has an amazing offer on MyPillow towels, 100% USA cotton. Originally $109.99 and now a flash sale for $39.99. For a limited time and 60-day money-back guarantee, head to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials. Promo code KQRS. Get this great offer and check out the deep discounts on other products. MyPillow.com, enter promo code KQRS. MyPillow.com, promo code KQRS. AQRS.
We are back. I want to read this paragraph because it's a great paragraph. Uh, We're talking to Alan R. Warren about his book. We could also ask ourselves, what then is the difference between a cult and a religion? We once had a small group of people who unquestionably followed a a person who believed that he was the son of God. 2,000 years later, that following is one of the most recognized religions in the world. This book in no way uh, criticizes believing in God. Rather, it examines how a social movement grows into a full religion and when it does not, and what makes the conventional faith such as Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and Hinduism stand above groups such as the Branch Davidians or the Children of God. That's a great paragraph right there, Alan. Love it. Thank you. (laughs) Well, it explains everything. I mean, that paragraph explains everything, to me anyway. Yeah, I, I think it does. I, um, I'm, I'm glad you like it. I get a lot of criticism. You do? Why? Oh, oh well, because um, people think that I've had a, um, a, an awful experience with religion at a young age or something, and I was, I was forced into this type of behavior, and it's like, no, oh. I, just, I just, I question the humans around it. I don't necessarily question why people want to believe in God. I mean, I think that you know it's we're aware of our existence and we're aware that we're going to die and so that leads us to some sort of thought whether we turn into a ghost or whether we're you know it's just it's just it's just questioning things that's all i just like to talk right um you know people don't always like that because they don't always like what i say you know and uh i i tell them to listen to to your show Good, because they really won't like what I say. Well, <laughs> I guarantee you that. Well, that's the whole idea, you know. <laughs> Just slough them off on me. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate well, it. Yeah, I got a worse me, guy for you. Yeah, this guy's even <laughs> yeah, worse than I am. Go get him. writing me bad messages now a couple times a week. And I really don't understand that. Cause I, no, I don't I either. I get the point that you go, okay, you don't like me. Thank you. Move but, on. Alan. There's a thousand shows. Turn the channel. Turn it to Dom, Tom's channel. Well, what you can do, Alan, is understand that they're they're mad at you because you're successful. Stop being successful, Alan. What the hell are you doing? Well, we all have our issues. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's kind of like do. how, like, if an actor expresses an opinion on, you know, like biochemistry or something, people are going to be like, oh, we got to listen to what they say, even though they their entire life experience is pretending to be someone else in front of a camera. But I've heard of them, so obviously they know what they're talking about when it comes to this master's thesis level topic because people seem to think that if they've heard of someone then that person is an expert on all topics for some reason Mm -hmm. and i think it does it goes back to that when you're a kid you think your parents know everything and when people well that's true (laughs) but most most kids parents don't know everything Oh, just yeah, yours. Yeah. But um, yep. Yep. I think when people do transfer that parental thing onto celebrities, they also transfer the thought that, oh, they must know everything because they're my parents. Kind oh, of. sure. It's, kind of, it's, it's like people never grow out of that phase where, you know, like, oh, daddy can do everything. Mommy knows everything. But they do it with celebrities yeah. rather transfer than their own. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, there is that, but there's also something else. They, they gain a trust. They gain. They they actually think they like that person. And that Tom can true. probably talk yep. about this because there's people that will. Um, they they act like they know you. Yep. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you don't know them. And you know. And I think it's that too because that's look at look at. Um, 
I don't know if I if I'll get you in trouble, but you look at look at Oprah Winfrey. Uh, mm-hmm. She's much loved around the the country, and that's great. I I actually she's fine. I, I there's nothing I dislike, but you've got someone like that with a lot of influence. So if she likes something and says, "I really like this." Mm-hmm. You're going to have a huge amount of people that run out and buy it because of it, because they like her. They feel close to her. They feel like they know her. And um, and so I think that happens with any celebrity. It's just different levels. And it's the same with the cults. It's the same with conspiracy and stuff like that. Alex Jones has huge following. Why? Because they, there's people that like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They called, believe he's 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 their friend. Well, with celebrities, it's a parasocial relationship. It's called where it there. There's a friendship, but it's actually not real. But people perceive it as real. And it's happening these days on platforms like uh, Twitch, which is a game streaming platform. <laughs> These people will stream themselves playing games for six, eight hours a day. But the point isn't really the games. It's the fact that you can chat with them and they'll talk back to you. And it creates this parasocial relationship where people are willing to pay 500 $1,000 on a message that pops up on the stream and forces them to respond to it. So it's like, oh, you, he said my name. That was really worth the $500. Wow. Yeah. That's well, sad. It's like cameo. Yeah, very, yeah. Yep. very, yep. yeah, very weird. I don't really get it. I mean, I guess I get it if you're a kid, but if you're a kid, you probably don't have $500 to drop on someone saying your name on the Internet. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh sure they do. They're 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 hacking uh, HBO and giving people codes and then they make money. Uh, there you go. Or they just steal mommy's credit card. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. Or they're it printing happens. them, right? I <laughs> listen. I think I think of the internet as um, okay. So perhaps Tom and I's age, uh, probably what our parents thought of what television was to us. Sure. Yep. It creates a whole world that doesn't really exist. People don't really look that way. They're not really that happy, you know, running in the commercial with their trident gum and they 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 everyone's beautiful on TV, but wasn't our <laughs> right. day. And and yeah. now the internet's kind of taken that place with a lot of the younger generation. It it's just it, it's kind of they're they're not watching the TV like like we did and they're watching everything on their phone and I think that <clears throat> You know, it's kind of a problem. Um, why Why do you trust? You know, it's like anything. Why do we trust someone that's... When I break my leg, I go to the doctor. I don't go to Joe Rogan, let's say. <laughs> that's a good idea. Right. Good and, 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 there's, and I'm not even... It's not even a slam to Rogan, because look at he's getting himself into a lot of trouble lately. You know, he's walking on broken glass because he's trying to figure out... He's not he's not a medically trained guy. He hasn't spent right. years doing this stuff. So you're gonna get yourself into the weeds trying to tell people what they should and shouldn't do. Just don't. <laughs> you know, I think certain right. things make sense, but uh I do not I d I don't I don't know. I just can't get into that stuff. Um you know, it's scary. The amazing thing now, Ellen, is that as far as, as, as COVID's concerned, the vaccination and all the rest of it, if you don't want to get vaccinated, I believe that's your business. If you do, that's your business. I was asked to by, by corporate people, and I, I don't really have any fear of that kind of thing or, or any distrust. of. I just went, whatever. So I, 
I was vaccinated and I got boosted. And uh, right after I did that, I got blasted on social media. Yeah, Bernard typically won't get the vaccination. He's one of those people. And even people that had to write, I don't care for him, but you're wrong. He did get vaccinated and he got boosted. Even people who didn't like me supported me, which I thought was kind of nice. Oh, there you go. A whole new audience. I guess. <laughs> well, although if they don't like me, they're probably not going to tune in. But I, I, yeah, I, the whole thing. I have a question. Is it? Does it break down? And it's so simple. The things that I always use, and, and you mention it uh, in, in the upcoming paragraph of what I'm reading here. Um, you know, I, I do think, you know, a God, a, a shortened version of the word good and de evil, the devil, all the rest of it. But this thing with vampires and bloodsuckers and all that, the life's blood thing is that's everything to people, isn't it? It's the blood of life, it's life's blood. And I got it. So much attention is paid to blood sucking or you know, draining blood from people or whatever. What? It's, is it that really that simplistic? Are they that stupid? <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that. Remember, that hate mail goes to this show, not me. Yes, um, it goes to this well, show exactly. I think I think it is in a sense. Uh, people yeah. um, they want it explained to them easy. You know, if you, it's like anything, you know, people complain. You know, even even if you look at the uh, in, in the Bible and. And stuff. How many people really go in depth in the Bible? There are some that do, but a lot of the followers don't. You know, they're at a, you know, they make it easy. They put it in a nice song or they put it in a nice statement, and uh, people hold on to that. They don't necessarily go deep into that. They don't really look at all angles. And I think that's simple sells. You know, um, yeah. America's the marketing capital of the world. And that's um, how many times have you seen a commercial and, and think, wow, that's stupid. But yet it sells. <laughs> it's right. It like sounds, every yeah, day, you go, you mean? oh, my God, that's really stupid. Nobody's going to buy it because of this. But they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they th- do. There is something to it. There's something to that real basic selling feature that um, and, and, and I don't know. I, I hear it all the time. And you just kind of go, well, you know, um, let people do as they do. I, it's it's kind of sad. And the saddest thing about when we get into cults is not so much the adults. Well, I guess, you know, a little bit, but I don't feel as bad for them. It's just when they bring kids into the situation, mm-hmm. you know, a little like they have a three-year-old right. and a four-year-old. And then they join, join uh, who knows, you know, Heaven's Gate or who knows whatever they're going to join. Those kids don't really have a choice. No, they don't. You're absolutely right. They're they're young children. They get dragged into it and all the rest of it. Um, Now that I know you really well, Alan, I'll throw this in because we only have about 10 more minutes left. But I had mentioned that my father was not around and he had all kinds of problems, all the rest of it. Uh, When I was, I believe, seven years old, my father went to pick my mother up from her waitress job at the local diner. And... um, they got uh, back very, very quickly, and I was kind of like, well, that's not, that didn't take very long. Uh, my father was mentally ill. He was paranoid schizophrenic to the point where he would hear and see things. And I do remember my mother coming in the house, and she was just, it looked like somebody had punched her in the stomach, which he did not, but she just looked like that. Uh, apparently, on the way back, they had to back up the entire three miles. They didn't drive forward at all. They backed up three miles 
because my father insisted that the devil was standing in the road in front of their car, so he couldn't go that route. What brings that about, Alan? I mean, for my father to 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 think, look, I got to believe that if there was a devil, he'd have bigger, more important things to do than chase down my father's Ford Falcon. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, it, it, you got to realize it's it's a self-importance. You know, it is. Uh, yes, the yeah. whole God factor is that way. Period. Whether God or devil, I'm important enough to be an issue to them. I'm right. important enough that they're yep. thinking about me. You know, the worst thing in the world, whether it's like I, I, the devil made me do it type thing, or the you know I'm I'm avoiding the devil. I see the devil, and this is what right. he wants or doesn't want. It's the same thing as um, someone that uh, is in a car crash, and it's like, well, you know. God must have been behind the wheel. That's why I'm alive. And it's like, well, if God was behind the wheel, you why were you in an accident? You know, it's, <laughs> That's a good it's, a, it's the same kind of thought. And I, you know, it I, is, I just yeah. kind of it's it's an eye roller, but it's it's back to that making you important. Making we want to feel important. Like, do you really want to live your whole life and everything you do? It's just gone when you're dead, and it doesn't right. mean anything. And I think that's the fact, and, and that's the problem. Um, because at the end of the day, all everything I've done, my whole life I've lived, really means nothing because I'm going to be dead, and there's nothing afterwards. Um, and uh, that's a hard thought. And um, it is, yeah. And and it's very very well true. I mean, the UFOs is just kind of the latest in the in in this. Oh, conspiracy, yes. you know, the yep. government's hiding it and, it, you know, and it's, they're going to disclose now for 10 years, they're disclosing, but nothing ever happens, you know, and it's, um, but it's a, it's an importance. It makes us important as humans. As yeah, people. that's true. They're coming to see and, us. And it, We're not going to see them. They're coming to see us. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all about us. Yep. Right. It's, God. it's, well, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, yes, but the truth me. is, none of that, you know, it's just all fluff. Um, you know, we I think it's a fantastic conversation. Alan, you need to come back more often. We got to talk much more often. Well, I'm I always just, around. Uh, I'm, I'm lonely. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm around and I'm. Well, we'll take care of that, Alan R. Warren. Uh, the book is available everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty amazing. Uh, Doomsday Cults, The Devil's Hostages. So today, at least for an hour, we were not the devil's hostages. So that was good, Alan. You, you relieved well, we me from the, being hostages. the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. Alan Warren, thank you for your time, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll talk soon. I'd love to talk to you more about this. Anytime. Like I said, oh, I'm around. Have a good day, sir. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Bye. Alan R. Warren. I really liked him a lot. Very, very nice man. Very even keel. So, what do you, Alex? You didn't pipe up on that. What do you? What do you? Devil got your dog. She's oh, watching TikTok. My God, I don't have a TikTok actually. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't have a TikTok. It's hard in Minnesota when you guys are in Florida and it's a phone conversation because yeah. it's like there's. There's not the physical cues. With a phone yeah. conversation, yeah. it's diff very difficult yeah. to jump yeah. in. Yeah, it's you hard. guys, we'll pause. Do you need us to pause a little longer than we do? No, it's it's fine. And it's I just mean, not I really possible. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah. You have well, a conversation you between say. two people, and there's already a little bit of a delay because it's you know through the internet or through the phone. Unless you it's, know, add a third person, and then there's yeah. even more just social delay. It's yeah. 
It's just unless not it's physically like, feasible. Yeah, yeah, unless it's like Tim or Kristen or something. We know their like, speech we know patterns. Their, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people, yeah, they'll talk, true. and then they'll pause for like three solid seconds and then keep going. Yeah. It's like, what yep. the hell is wrong with you? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're thinking maybe. Yeah. Sometimes people need to think. Yeah. Well, Tim Lammers, he never stops talking, even when you're talking. That's why you just have to start talking. Yeah. Yeah. Timmy's a, start talking Timmy's louder. Oh, yeah. I don't know who the hell Helen was talking to, but it's like, and you're a big star. And I'm like, like I'm on the radio it must for Must be crazy. Cassie. Cassie, you know, covers <laughs> for you. Cassie lying for me by telling me yeah. things like that. She sent me a text, which I just got okay. about. about him, Alan, Alan, Ar- Alan Warren. To, Alan something about Arkin. the weepy voice killer <laughs> that we should have brought that up. Oh, well, we'll get him on about that again. Cassie, seriously, I'd love to have him on again. He was terrific, I thought. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you like him well, as much as I Well, he's a radio host, so he knows the, the yeah. yeah, he does. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's on in Seattle and I think in Los Angeles, Seattle and uh, Palm Springs and all up and down the West Ooh, Coast. Palm, Palm, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we like Palm Springs. We should go. No, well, we've been near your mom it. and I. That I think was one of the first places your mom and I ever traveled to together was Palm Springs. Yeah. Really? Uh, my biggest recollection of Palm Springs was we brought along my niece for babysitting when Andy was a baby, and well, she like, took so have... long in the bathroom hmm. to get ready to leave. That we missed our flight, <laughs> and we were stuck in LAX for like seven hours. I remember with that. a baby. Yeah, um, yeah. She just left him with her. Be like, okay, we brought you for babysitting. You, hang yeah, out. no, you find your way home with the child. No, not <laughs> no. like. Oh. Oh. Not like, we'll see you at the gate. You take care of him. I we couldn't believe it. Go. I was pounding on the door. She was blow drying her hair. I'm like, no, you. Oh, no. I've never understood how it takes <sighs> some females so long to get Well, teenage ready. girls, I mean, you can't expect them to be punctual. I mean, even when I was a well, teenage girl, like, I've never, like, what are you doing in there? Well, there's a shower and then there's a shower. Like, I mean, when I have to shave my legs and exfoliate and, it's still and 20 wash my hair and condition it and all that crap, and then I have to blow dry my hair, it can take me a good hour and 15 minutes. If I'm just taking a shower and running out the door, no. I don't know. I guess and I, just... I would never be like, oh, okay, I have to get to the airport at 7 a.m. Uh, I think I'll take a three-hour shower. Mm-hmm. A luxury shower. Yeah, it just was, oh, my God. I was seriously, I was pounding on the door, and she just wouldn't even respond. What? Mm. If she hadn't been a... my niece, I would have left her. Maybe she was having some sort of <laughs> psychological problem. <laughs> No, well, not anybody in your mom's family. I couldn't Definitely believe not. it. I'm to think of what. Well, there's only you. you only have like what two nieces, so his she, well, way more than throw her under the bus. I have loads of nieces. She's loads five and loads nieces. of nieces. And this was a very well, long time, time ago. Though. I'm sure, she's grown oh, out of her. Yeah, yeah. weird. <laughs> only yeah. 33 years. Ago. I mean, I know. Yeah. Her I have a feeling I could guess which one it is. Yes. I know her now, and she's not like a... No, she's not like Well, if that. it's who I'm thinking of, then yeah, no, that doesn't... Yeah. But you teenagers, I mean, yeah. you're a lot different when you're a teenager versus uh, when you're much older. Yeah. I don't know. Some people just yeah. can take a really long time to go. Like, my brother-in-law was staying with us 
a couple years ago because Dan's grandma passed away and he they live out of town and only he came for the funeral because they have three kids and he was like I'll just go and so he was staying with us and I was downstairs having breakfast just chatting and the funeral was in like an hour and a half and he was like don't you need to like go get ready and I was like oh I only need a little bit and then I went upstairs and came back downstairs like 15 minutes later, like dressed, hair and makeup done. And he was like, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. Because his <laughs> wife takes a lot longer to get ready, oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, one of those. Oh. Yeah, because he was just like, I can't even believe that you could get ready that fast. I'm like, I don't know. I've always been that way, though. I just like when I lived in college and I had roommates, I was like, what is happening in there? And they'd come out of the bathroom looking, you know, not the same. Yeah, not any more glamorous than I did. I think I, it's so just cathartic know. for a lot of people. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're like a lot Maybe. of men and just sit on the toilet for 40 minutes before they actually do anything. <laughs> Would men do that? <laughs> Most, I hate sitting on the Most toilet. Men. Yeah, I don't get think in anyone get likes out, sitting my on motto. the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, some why. people love to sit on the toilet and read. I, I can <laughs> some guarantee people. Some people having so much fun right now. Some people. No doubt about it. You know, I'm I'm a little mad at the Star Tribune right now. Oh, I can't find what a surprise. I can't find Louis Anderson's story on the front page. Yeah, of, we haven't uh, mentioned that on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. StarTribune.com. It was on there under uh, celebrities, but now it's uh, French actor Gaspard Ulliel. And Bronx raised Cardi B. There's no mention of 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 uh, what the hell is his name again? Louis Anderson is that it? That's it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't Have know. we heard just, anything yeah, but more? For those who don't know yeah, what we're talking yeah. about, because we haven't even brought this up. Okay. Well, Louis the first thing that came up was with oh, sorry. cancer. He has lymphoma. Louis Anderson battling cancer, resting comfortably after being hospitalized, a representative says on Fox News. Uh, Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Diagnosed with a type of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Right, which is not good, right? That's, uh, a, that's the tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. Well, I had There's a million died kinds from of lymphoma. It. Some of them are worse than others, obviously. He has diffuse yeah. large B-cell lymphoma. And what does that mean? That's the most common kind of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Uh, if it's stage one, then he could be fine. If oh, it's not okay. stage one, then much less likely to be fine. So he, if he, even if he's stage two, he's got problems? I would say so, probably. Because I don't know. Uh, and the fact, you know, that, and again, I'm not ripping the man, I just I'm concerned for him, but he's a bigger guy, and that can't be good, I wouldn't imagine. For yeah, that's a big part of it, unfortunately. It is, yeah. Unfortunately, it's true. Yeah, I, just, I hope he's okay. Yeah, it would be wonderful. It would be wonderful if he uh, if he slogged through this somehow. Yeah, because I'm looking for it on the national. It's not a big story. I thought it would be a lot bigger story than it is. Well, we don't have a so lot of information, weird. I don't think. No, that's that's true. You're right. Miss, we'll take a break here and come back with segment two coming up in about five minutes. That work for you guys? Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. Oh, no. Oh, God, here we go. (laughs) 